Hi, I'm Corey Wayne, and today we're going to talk about the interesting events that involved Antonio Brown over the weekend. So the thing that's interesting to me, because I, I've coached a lot of people in the NFL over the years, I've never coached Antonio Brown, don't know him, but the thing that's interesting when you look at his history, he was doing really well with the Pittsburgh Steelers years ago, and then he basically quit the team or wanted to be traded in a very public way. And I remember when, I think it was right around the time he got traded or right after he got traded, Ben Roethlisberger, who he played with, referred to Antonio as his friend. And Antonio's response back was something along the lines of, we were never friends or something like that. And so he gets traded to the Raiders and he posted something on Instagram basically saying that he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be released. And so they released him. And then he ended up going to the New England Patriots because Tom Brady wanted to play with him when he was still with the Patriots. Wait, he went to Oakland first, right? You just went over to Oakland, right? Well, this was after he got released from Oakland. Yeah, because I remember with the Oakland thing, Gruden didn't like I, As soon as Gruden didn't meet him, he was like, yeah, he's not good for this locker room. That's why he was also released too. Well, there was a. I remember at the time there was a, a phone call that – Somebody recorded, maybe it was Antonio Brown recorded part of the phone call. And you could tell Gruden was like, well, what's going on, man? Why don't you, you know, come back to the team? And he said something along the lines, I, he says, I, I think you're the most misunderstood player in the NFL or something like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they couldn't come to an agreement. He posted on his social media that he wanted out, so they released him. And then the Patriots picked him up, and then a – I guess it was a trainer of his or a massage therapist or whatever. She accused him of sexual assault. Belichick then released him. And then I guess finally that that situation was, I don't know, was handled out of court or something like that. Or was, I, I, I don't know how it was resolved. I can't remember. But it, it went away. And then when um, he got reinstated in the NFL – he went and lived with Tom Brady for a few weeks You know when he moved to Tampa, basically. Stayed with his family, and they had a good year. They won the Super Bowl the, the first year out. And then so you see him leaving, and he leaves in like a very public way. It's like kind of giving the finger to the world. So it's like all three teams. And then he referenced the, what was it, the, the Gremlin song, Kodiak, Kodiak Flag? Super Gremlin. Kodiak Flag. Super Gremlin. <laughs> It's just you know I read went through all the words because I had never heard the song and reading the lyrics and it the it, the gist the vibe I get from the song lyrics is it seems like the guy writing the song was tight with some guy or some person at one point and then that person betrayed him and it, it's like if you, it just seems like that whatever reason he he butted heads with the people he was playing with whether it was the front office or the coaches or whatever um, and he just left in a very public way that obviously drew attention. And I think there was something about, so we can, we got a timeline of events cause it's kind of fascinating to see that that happen. Cause obviously everybody in the NFL is going, Oh, he's got mental, mental health issues. He's got, you know, Tom Brady's mentioned that cause it's not normal behavior for somebody to behave that way. But when you look at how all three, four, well, three teams anyways, with Pittsburgh, with the Raiders, and now the Bucks, that he left in the same way, where he's just basically giving the finger to the team. I'm out of here because they're 
for whatever reason, he, he didn't want to go back in the game in the third quarter. He just refused. And then Bruce Arians, the coach, is like, well, then you need to leave, basically. And so that's when he threw off his pads and took off his shirt, threw into the stands, threw his, glo- you know, threw his gloves, and I think in the stands as well, and then just took off. It's like Elvis has left the building. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you go through the timeline of events over the last three years? <clears throat> this is definitely a timeline events. Can we can pull this part up on screen too. You got that? Oh yeah, you got it. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Good look at you. And it's crazy to say that Antonio Brown had no issue to even admit it and in his Instagram story saying like, yeah, I left the, I left the field. Yeah. Like, no problem. I mean, obviously no one really knows why, but it just, for me, it just like the way he just walked off was kind of weird. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a take this job and shove it kind of yeah. kind of moment. I yeah. used to be big in like the seventies and eighties. I think there was a song, "Take this job and shove it" or something along those lines. Hmm. All right, so going back into into okay, so going back into the timeline. In December twenty eighteen, he was deactivated for Steelers Week seventeen game after reportedly throwing a ball at a teammate in practice. So we can say that he had some issues and mm-hmm. he used. No violence of throwing a ball to a teammate. Then back... You know, something I want to say that was interesting, Have watching a guy who used to play for the Miami Dolphins, Brandon Marshall, I watched him do that a few times. He, he uh, I remember there was an actual game, he got pissed off about something and he threw a football at the sideline, which is right in the direction where all the cheerleaders were. Um, and he luckily he didn't hit anybody, but he, he like whipped that ball as hard as he could at the sidelines. He's a, he was a big guy. And I think he later came out that because he would have these kind of weird outbursts like that. And he was very public about it and said that he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And I, I remember seeing an interview where he talked about he had a hard time processing emotions. And so that it's like the, the thing that just reminds me of Brandon and then Antonio is they, they both acted like kids that were throwing a temper tantrum. Well, why do kids throw temper tantrums? Because they want attention. People, they don't feel they're getting love. They don't feel that they're being paid attention to. They're, you know, that is, you know, anybody that's had kids knows that kids misbehave when they don't feel, when they feel like they're being ignored and nobody's paying attention to them. Or they don't feel heard and understood, if you will. And so just, I, you know, I mean, I'm not a psychologist or whatever, but I'm a, a coach and, I've studied human behavior and why people do what they do. And a guy that's as great a receiver as Antonio is and had a, had a pretty good career other than the speed bumps, you know, there's that's some not normal behavior. He's He's got stuff going on inside that's causing him to really misbehave, if you will. And I think he walked away with something like close to a million dollars in bonuses he, he could have earned. And now he's... Probably that's the last team I think that's ever gonna be like nobody's gonna want to play with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry to interrupt. So back to your timeline. No, you definitely had the. But before I go back to the timeline, you did say something about the bonuses. He was he was he was close. He wasn't that far. He had eight more. He just needed eight more receptions. 55 more receiving yards and one more receiving touchdown to hit three separate bonuses that would earn him 333,000 each. And that's according to spot track. 
they tweeted this and they put this out there. It's a lot of cash to leave on the table. So I agree. He basically like just left it like unfinished kind Correct. of thing. I mean, he was close. If he had eight more catches, I mean, he was right there. Yeah. He wasn't that far. Yeah. He was refusing to do what the coach had asked him to. I mean, at the end of the day, he signed a contract yeah. to catch catch footballs and block, basically. And yeah. they needed. They were down like 10 to 24. And, mm-hmm. like the, you know, I think it was towards the end of the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> and the coach wanted him to go back in. He basically said, no, I'm not going back in. He refused to comply. So the coach is like, well, then get the hell out of here. And so he, he left in that very big public way. Mm. He did, unfortunately. And then Tom Brady um, had his team go up anyways. He made that touchdown. So either Brought way, they back. Won. Yep. Mm-hmm. They did it without him. Yeah. That's what a great team does. That is and a great leader does. Or great leaders because Bruce Arians and Tom Brady rallied their team and they won without Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So back to the timeline. Mm-hmm. Back to the timeline. February 2019, he meets with the Steelers owner, Art Rooney II, and says, and they both agreed on moving on. So they just moved on to whatever was happening between the incident. And then in March 2019, he was traded by Steelers to the Raiders for the third and fifth round picks. July 2019, a few months later, he was placed on non-football injury lists. He had a frostbite on feet from cryotherapy. 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 And then a month later, he missed the Raiders training camp practices due to helmet grievances. Helmet. Yeah, I remember that because he was saying that they wouldn't. I think the NFL had changed their rules, and he didn't like the the new helmet setup, and it really pissed him off. And he was like, "I'm not showing up to training camp unless I get the helmet I want." And so he wanted an exception to be made for him. And then, so you can tell it's like the other part of his, per, you know, the, you, he doesn't like people telling him what to do at mm-hmm. times. He's like he wants to do things his way. And I know like that makes you rebellious because my parents were very controlling when I was growing up. Yeah. And it makes you want to just go against the grain yeah. just because and take your power back in essence and if you feel like you're being treated unfairly or like for him i remember he was saying that that was really important at least he felt it was really important for his ability to be able to see and catch the ball he didn't did not like the new helmets at all i I can't remember what ended up happening with it but i remember because they were talking about i was like why is antonio brown not showing up why is he not coming to training camp well, after a month later, he was released from the Raiders after an Instagram post asking for his release. So probably the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it, and he meant it. All this he, over a helmet? I don't know if it was no, just it was over the helmet. It had to be other worse. things. Yeah. yeah, among other things. But it was a month a month later, so, so it probably it had to be something else. Because I, I remember there was like he made a big deal. He's like, I'm finally free. I can finally do what I want. He's like, he, that was I don't know if that was social media posts or, or whatever, but from his perspective, what he communicated publicly is that he felt he was free to be in charge of his own destiny at that point. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, he signed a one-year deal worth up to $50 million with Patriots. And then a couple of days later, the ex-trainer Brittany Taylor accuses Brown of sexual assault Sports Illustrated reports second incident of mm, sexual misconduct. 
And according to an article, both Brittany and Brown, they knew each other. They were close. They knew each other. Then in September 20, 2019, he was released by the Patriots. That's yeah, because Belichick's just, he's not going to put up with something like that. He needs players that don't have drama or garbage going on, and he just he cut his losses. Super short-lived. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we're then the following year, a couple months later, he was charged with fel- felony burglary, burglary with battery and two misdemeanors for incident with moving truck company, pleaded no contest, and did not receive jail time. <coughs> And then in July 31st, 2020, he was suspended for eight games for multiple violations of NFL's personal conduct policy. More not complying. He's definitely a rebel. He sounds hard-headed. Like hard-headed, difficult, him, yeah. my, you know, my way or the highway. Like I said, it's, for me, I had very controlling parents that just were always ordering me to do this or do that, and I, I fucking hated it. So I don't know his family history, but... Typically, if you've got parents that are raising you and always forcing you to be a certain way or do things a certain way and you don't like it and you don't have any choice, you tend to carry that into adulthood. It's like you're always reacting to your parents and everything. So, in, you know, in a lot of I mean, when you're on an NFL roster, it's like you got a contract, you got conduct that you have to follow, you have to be places at certain times, you got to be available for the media, you have to do a lot of things you don't really want to do that are part of the game. And somebody that Maybe has a chip on their shoulder, doesn't like being told what to do, feels like the he didn't have the personal freedom that he felt he deserved or is entitled to. He gave everybody the finger, didn't care what they thought of it. Then in October 27, 2020, he signed a one-year contract with Buccaneers. February 7, 2021, he caught five passes, including a touchdown as the Buccaneers won Super Bowl. Is that 50? It was Super Bowl. L- Super 50. Bowl LV, I forget what the LV. what LV. that converts to. 55 or 60? I don't even remember at this what? point. LV, 55. 55? Yeah, L is 50, V is 5. That was n- ring number 7 for Tom Brady? Yes. Okay. Then in May 25, 2021, he resigned with Buccaneers. But then unfortunately, in December 2nd, he was suspended for three games for violating NFL. NFPA COVID-19 protocols. The league and players union found that Brown was among three players who misrepresented their vaccinations. So he had a fake vaccine card because he didn't want to take the vaccine. He's, you know, which is understandable. He's a healthy athlete. It's he, he, Aaron Rodgers was the same way. He's like, they did their own research and consulted with their doctors and medical professionals. And he didn't want to take it. His, his way of, Dealing with us, he got a fake vaccine pass, if you will. And I mean, at at the end, of the, from my perspective, the way our constitution is written is we own our bodies. They are, and the way the constitution is written, the Declaration of Independence, we're here because whether you believe in a creator or not doesn't matter. It's right in the first couple of lines of the Declaration of Independence that our unalienable rights, meaning they can't be separated from us, are life, liberty, the pursuit happiness basically we own our bodies we're here because it's the lord's will doesn't matter whether you believe in a creator or not it's assumed that's and the whole constitution everything is built upon that foundation when the government comes along and says you must be injected with this i can understand people you know because i'm not i personally haven't been vaccinated and i eat very healthy and 
So I'm taking my own chances and my own risks with my diet, my green juice. I don't get colds or the flu or anything anymore, and that's a personal choice. So, you know, that's a re- you know that again is rebelling against authority. He didn't felt like he should have to take the vaccine, and so the way I look at it is, if it was me, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have probably had a fake vaccine pass because I, you know, I'm not injecting myself with that. But that's my personal choice, and as an American, that's we have that choice. Then in January 2nd, 2022, he took equipment off and runs off field during game at the Jets. At Jets, Coach Bruce Arian said he is no longer a buck. He also had an ankle injury at that time. And um, there was speculations of him not playing because of his injury, but Coach said it had nothing to do with his injury. He just doesn't know why he didn't want to be in the field. I mean, he might know something, but obviously he's not going to say it now. Yeah, I mean, the or, way the way that he stormed off clearly had nothing to do with the ankle injury. I it doubt didn't. it. Because if it did, he would have limped, but he yeah, didn't. Yeah, true. And that was something that he, he shut down those rumors or that assumption during the press conferences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was off the table. I agree. And Coach Bruce Arians, when he was asked about Antonio Brown several times, he didn't want to talk about it. He just wanted to talk, obviously, about the team and the win. Because obviously that was more Yeah, you just said yeah. Antonio Brown is no longer a buck and... Mm-hmm. That's the end of it. I'll take your questions. (laughs) And then the guy, the first question, they asked him something about the game, and they moved on. Yeah. He just saying right here, so no longer Buck, followed by that's the end of the story. Let's talk about the guys that went out there and won the game. I'm not talking (coughs) about him. He's no longer part of the Bucks. So. Yeah, the the reality is the NFL is a team sport, and it takes everybody working together to win the game. And when you, one of the key players is just like, screw you, I'm not going back in the game, he's just basically said, I'm not going to be a part of the team and I'm not going to help the team win, and I don't care what you think. And Bruce Arians said, well, if you're not going to help the team win, he didn't, these weren't his words, but his mind, you know, I can understand his mindset, and then get out of here. If you don't want to be a part of what we're doing, then get lost. We'll do it without you. And they did. Mm-hmm. They came back and they won the game. They did. Arians looks, he... He had a quote said, never seen anything like that in all my years. I mean, he's been a coach for so many years and never seen a player run off the field like that. Yeah. Insane. At the end of the day, whatever's going on inside is coming out, and you know, we could look at it and say it's totally mm-hmm. dysfunctional, but for him, he probably sees it as normal. It's totally cool. In a stadium full, I don't know, 65,000, 70,000 people, whatever um, the stadium holds, it just, in essence, quit in a very public way, which... He's with three of the teams. He's done that in a very even you know with the Patriots, but that wasn't his choice. You know, Belichick released him, but and on a span of three years too. Very Never good. heard of such a thing, especially in sports. Especially with a guy who has so much talent and skill. It's like if he didn't have these off these issues, he'd definitely be in. The, I think he would make it in the Hall of Fame if his career kind of didn't. If he didn't have these issues and still playing with all the stuff, I think he could definitely be in a Hall of Fame, just all based off his skill and talent. It's like Frank Sinatra used to say in his song, I did it my way. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown's doing it his way, and he don't fucking care what you think. I mean, I could be wrong, and this might be a pessimistic perspective, but I feel that sometimes there's those um, people who have like huge talents and they're like they have like a big name. And sometimes because they know and a lot of people acknowledge that they have that talent, that they think they're entitled to 
uh, get a certain kind of accommodation. I mean, I could be wrong. We're not entirely sure yet the whole reason as to why he stormed off. But, I mean, based on my personal opinion, based off of the way he just stormed off, it just sounds like nothing really, like, satisfies him, kind of, if that makes any sense. At the end of the day, he was like, take this job and shove it. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Well, this just this article came out today a couple hours ago because Antonio Brown, he posted an Insta story. Mm-hmm. And in the Insta story, he captioned it, I knew the game was still going. I left because I'm super gremlin. And that was probably, I think, in around 11 or 12 because I seen him. And I had a couple of friends who were reposting him on Snapchat and so and Instagram. And they were just like, He's savage or blah, blah, blah. And according to the article, Super Gremlin refers to a song by rapper Kodak Black. and Which the song is, you know, kind of a, a nasty breakup in a friendship is what it kind of seems like. That's it, Is that what you guys took from the lyrics? It's two people that were tight at one time and now they're not tight anymore. I mean, that could apply to anything. And it was a nasty, you know nasty song because obviously he's talking about guns I and stuff. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised more especially with him posting a link to his new him releasing his rap song after is this kind of his grand grandiose way of kind of stopping his football career and trying to and using the, all that attention from stopping that yeah. and then directly going to the football because say if he There's just no quit the season bad publicity, starting, all publicity is starting publicity. the rap he wouldn't get as enough views as he would if he did in this yeah. fashion. So I think that Maybe. could Play into it, I'd say, you know? Maybe he just decided he didn't want to play football anymore and he was going to start rapping. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Because so, his Pit the Palace, that song that he released, was 22 hours ago and it got 200,000 views. That's there. by Kodak Black, right? No, no, yeah. his song. Oh. He's, no, that's the thing. He made his own song. Oh. And that's what he's linking out to it. So he's got a video and it's got 200,000 views. Okie dokie. That's the video right there. You can look at Pit the not, lyrics. Pit Not the Palace. I'm from the pit, not the palace. So the pit meaning it's, you know, I'm just a blue-collar guy. Not I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Is that what that means? Yeah, especially with yeah. the second verse. My lifestyle yeah. is lavish. Come from the struggle, I had to hustle. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. as well, Coming too. from. Well, he worked his way up, though. That's for sure. Came from the struggle. I had to hustle, get out the muscles. They bring the pain. I told I bring you from the day payment. one, it's going to be a tough move. So I think that's always more to him kind of just leaving behind his football career and moving into whatever he wants, either his rap or whatever. Well, well, what about the one that says they, they bring the pain, I bring the payment? Uh, probably people in his life that he has to support yeah. that probably brings his pain and he has to just still, I don't know. More or less the pain comes from football because yeah. yeah. think about it. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's a violent tackled. game. I yeah, played, I played really in high school. It was, man. Was, that or maybe some that's problems. That's back in the day when you used to really hit people. Or maybe some problems amongst like his peers maybe. Could be a lot of things. So He's a rebel s- without a cause. So this song definitely has something to do with football. I don't think he wanted to be a football player anymore from what it seemed like. It. Yeah, maybe it'd run his course. That's what he didn't want to do. Sounds but like then again, I remember concept. when he finally signed with the Bucks, he was like, yeah, I did. I screwed up. Uh, I'm really grateful for this new opportunity. And and here we are right back in the same. He, he did the same. It ended the same way. 
Like Jared Salente says of the Trends Research Institute, current events form future trends. And all three of those teams, he left in a very public, unpleasant way, I guess, if you will. We're full of drama. Is that all of it? There was lots of drama.